Fox Sports 1498.3 FM presents Start Your Engines. Here's your race team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Track reporter and racing insider, Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. Now, here's your host for Start Your Engines. Racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. Good Saturday morning, everybody. Perry Allen Wood is out today. Alex Smith sitting in the producer's chair for Ronnie Black. But we've still got a great show planned for you. I uh, hope everybody's having a good Saturday morning. I'll go ahead and pass it off to today's host, Alan Hill and Mr. Greg Moore. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Thank you, Alex. Uh, glad having you here this morning. And, uh, Greg? Well, we it's hot outside and the weather's good, but, but we think we got a... Well, I will say, Perry, Ronnie, help. But anyway, we're going to do the best we can. Um, I think we got a real good show lined up, ready yeah. to do. Yep. And we're going to start off with a relative of yours. Yeah, we're going to start off with my brother this morning. He's uh, moved over from NASCAR, moved over to the IMSA Racing Division, which has uh, a big race scheduled this weekend at Watkins Glen. And uh, up there at Watkins Glen, they got uh, three divisions that race at one time up there. They've got the prototype cars. They've got the GTM cars, the GTLM cars. So they will actually be starting about 64 cars at one time on this racetrack. And there's a good bit of, you know, speed difference between these three divisions. Sounds like a ta- fantastic div- uh, a division of cars. And the thing I like about it, they're timed events. You know, we've discussed that earlier. Yeah. Uh, but that uh, that division there is really picking up. It's it's. Closed cockpit, like you say, but open cockpit. I mean, these are full, low-slung, go-get-it race cars. And, yeah, they used to have different motors in them that are worked on by great engine builders. It's it, it's it's really a whole lot better series than what, what we're used to seeing in IMSA. I yep. mean, it, it, it's unreal. Yep. You know, we used to have a, a team based here out of Spartanburg, South Carolina, Roger Mandeville. He was here, right over here next to the Interstate 85 and here in Circle. And I remember every time I'd go up the Interstate, I'd look down there and these garage doors would be open and we'd look in. Yeah, Roger is still a, a, a very famous uh, racer. He retired, then worked with some younger teams that he leased the shop to. But he actually done all the performance development on the rotary engine. You know, the mild motors you see, it'll go hum and all this stuff. He... That was a very difficult motor to understand. I remember he gave me and Bud a tour through there a couple of times, and pretty intricate deal. And then he had Mazda, and he had BF Goodrich. They won the 24 Hours of Daytona. They used multiple drivers. They won the championship several times. And Roger just really uh, done fantastic in that series. He was really a stapled winner in, in that series, if, if that's the right word. But we're going to be talking to him either next week or the week after because uh, he takes a vacation every now and then, about okay. once every two years. And uh, so we're going to have him on shortly, uh, not today. But he's uh, he's our claim to fame as far as AMSA by, you know. All right. So if y'all about ready, we'll we'll switch it over here. We'll go to my brother, Mike Hill, who's up in uh, Norfolksboro or Ronda, North Carolina. And uh, let's go to him. You be there, Mike? Yes, I am. All right. Y'all How you guys to- doing? Hey. How y'all doing down there in Sparkle City? Y'all staying cool? Oh, yeah. We staying cool. Weather's fine down here. Sunshine. Going to be a whole lot of racing going on. Last week, we had a little bit of rain. Had a few races canceled out. But it looks like it's going to be a go for this weekend. And uh, 
Looks like it's going to be a go for y'all's division up there at Watkins Glen this weekend. It's going to be go for us whether it rains or not. We were practicing in the rain this morning at 8 o'clock. Man, that's, that's cool, Mike. Yep. At, at, yeah, we got, we got rain tires. We got windshield wipers. We got it all. So we, we race. For the, we don't care. But if it's race day, we're going to race. Well, I, I told Greg. Greg was sitting there, and he was talking about the cars. And I told him, I said, well, they kind of a little bit of a cross between a NASCAR and an IndyCar. I said, they... They kind of shaped a little bit like an Indy car, but they do have a windshield, and actually the doors actually open on these cars, don't they? Yes, they do. It's a full carbon. Our cars, our, our Daytona prototype cars are full carbon now, and the cockpit is, is just like a fighter jet cockpit that you you basically can raise either door and, and get in and out of it. But, uh, yeah, it's got doors. It's got windshields. It's got side glass. You get in there and sit down and... And, and you're pretty confined in there, but uh, it's safe. You know, it's all carbon. The carbon uh, has been proven to be a, a lot safer than what I ever thought it would be because we've had some monster hits with these cars, and the driver walks away. Yeah. Uh, this 12 hours at Watkins Glen, how many drivers will y'all actually have for one car? I know y'all got a two-car team up there. you got the five car, which is Mustang sampling. you got the 31, which is the wheeling car. So, how many drivers will y'all actually have on hand up there? We have three cars, uh, three drivers per car. You know, we've got. Uh, Man, it's getting like Lamar or something. Mike, I tell you that I like a lot of things that I'm hearing about this because it sounds a lot like the glory days of Trans Am. We used a three-hour yep. time limit. Uh, they gave you ten to go, and if it rained. You didn't even pay that no attention. You had a windshield wiper on it or a pair of them that was specially made, and you come in and bolted on rain tires, uh, which, matter of fact, we were on Firestone. The rain tire was like the, the dirt tire the Delmo Henderson was settling over here at the dirt track, but it worked. It was better in good years at that time. And uh, yep. we never even slowed up. And uh, Now, we didn't switch drivers, but... Uh, of course, they went on to run three hours, but it sure did market it good. And I've made that suggestion NASCAR with all the trying to market and convince things on uh, television that that way they could say the three hours of Daytona sponsored by so and so and so and so and presented by so and so and everybody could get used to it. But I think that yeah. people in NASCAR are used to 500 miles or something like that. But Hell, they got to be. They've done that to get used to so many other things. This might be something to get used to. It's right. Yeah, you know, you were talking about your glory days of, of of Grand Am, Greg. I remember walking into your daddy's shop and, and just marveling and those two Mercury Cougars sitting there side by side back in the day. And now here I am racing road course racing. But uh, yeah, it was it was pretty cool to walk in your y'all's shop and just see those cars there. Yeah, well, we had that GT division that we ran, that Tiny and them, I think you're referring to that. That was actually in between uh, when we participated in the Cougars in 67 for Ford and Fran Hernandez. We had Gurney and Barnett and Ed Leslie, but uh, they kind of like, we almost won the championship, really kind of got took out of it or whatever, but. Uh, we had we had one year hiatus and we did run that series and won won the thing. But let, let's get back to uh, your deal is cool. Your deal is is what is the future and what I think is going to be it's the future of what people are going to like and accept. Uh, as far as uh, the new new breed of racers that are are, are fans, no excuse me, new breed of friends that's looking at stuff. 
And we have to admit, we've seen in a couple of cases where open-wheel cars have gained a little bit more strength in the stands than NASCAR. You know, when we started, when I started cup racing back in the 70s, IndyCar was what it was all about. We would go to Michigan, and, and they'd be, you know, seats there for 65,000 people, and, and the cup guys were bringing in 15,000. And I would ask those guys up there at Michigan about the seats, and they said, oh, yeah, we're filling these things for the IndyCars. And then it just turned completely around. So I think it, it's, it changes. You know, people get interested in one sport and they go back to the other. But I see I see our racing, this IMSA racing, the WeatherTech series, I see it gaining just leaps and bounds because of the competition and and the manufacturers and the people that's coming to it. It's, uh, it's, really, it's really getting big now. Yeah, Mike, uh, back in here again, uh, like I said before, y'all start like 64 cars, but y'all uh, y'all in the prototype division, which is the upper class in that division, but y'all only have about 15 cars in this division. And like you was talking about before, they're actually, there's some Acuras and they Cadillacs and Porsches and there's all different name brands in these cars. It's not like, you know, three different main brands and that's all you can have. No, no and it... it- so they, we, uh, got go Mazda, by the leader we, we got Mazdas in there that we're racing, too. You was talking about Mandible a while ago. We've got Mazdas that we race, and they're going to be competitive this week. I've already seen that they're uh, they're, they're getting stronger and stronger and stronger. <clears throat> yep. Uh, I remember you uh, talking about at the beginning of the year that the Mazdas were actually fast, but the reliability was not there. Yeah, and they've been working on their reliability. So, yeah, you, I wouldn't be surprised to see those guys finally break through after all these years of trying. All right. Uh, we are talking about the cars now. Uh, for, to race 12 hours, how many sets of tires do y'all actually have to have? We got 14 <laughs> sets. but we uh, And this is this is not the 12. This, this, this race won't be 12 hours. It'll oh. be six. We, oh. start, we start in the morning uh, at, like, I think nine o'clock, nine forty-five, and then we'll go to three forty-five. So <clears throat> this is we race twenty-four hours at Daytona, twelve hours at Sebring, six hours at Watkins Glen, and ten hours at at Atlanta. And those are considered our endurance races. So they have a completely different championship just for the guys that compete in those races. And and we've won it the championship five years going, five years straight. They haven't given the trophy to anyone but us in the last five years because we <clears throat> we really concentrate on the endurance championship. We love that trophy that they give away. Yeah, everybody, everybody likes trophies. All racers love trophies. You know, Daddy used to say, son, did you bring the trophy home? You know. Yep, <laughs> yep, exactly. Uh, as, as far as fueling these cars, I know all y'all have is a big hose with a big tank up behind you, and, it. you know, NASCAR has a 11-gallon can and stuff like it, so y'all just, you know, they just come along there and fill that big tank up behind you, or what? We got fifty-five gallon drums that we pump up into the tank that's up on the on the pit box, and then the hose that comes down, and it's uh, it's the new Stobley hose, you know, that's got the vent and all built into it. So, but the problem we got now is is, is that is where when we was when when we started getting an advantage on them, it was in the pits. We started figuring out how to fuel our cars quicker. And we got so good now that they are putting a they put a sensor in our fuel tank, our, our dump tank, to limit us that we can only 
and then a restrictor in it to where we can only fuel our car in a set period of time. I mean, uh, uh, 30 seconds. So from, if we come in, we're going to put where our cars hold 17.17.9 gallons or something like this, but we can't fuel that car any quicker than seven, uh, 30 seconds now by the restrictor because if we had gotten so fast with ours, we was leaving the rest of them sitting on pit road. <clears throat> yeah, I noticed whenever y'all come down pit road, y'all actually stick an air hose and it actually raises the car up and y'all have only got one lug wrench, or not lug wrench, but one air air wrench there, and it actually just changes one nut. It actually holds the, the wheel all off. Yep. Yep. There's we got air jacks. Got three air jacks on. It'll stick. It'll just pop that car straight up. <clears throat> and uh, like we said, we got one nut. Instead of having five nuts, there's one center nut, and it all locates on drive pins. So yeah. y'all, y'all actually don't even have a problem as far as a loose a wheel getting loose like I hear in NASCAR and stuff like that. Yeah, every now and then, every now and then, sometimes the drive pins don't line up or the holes in the wheels will get clogged up and it and it won't pull the wheel up all the way. And then you'll see we had one get loose on us that uh, what was we at? I think we was in Long Beach. One got loose on the thirty one car. We recouped on it though, but. Sometimes you'll you'll still have problems with it. Yeah, I noticed. Uh, y'all, you sent me a picture one time of uh, y'all's uh, pit box there in the pits and stuff like that. And y'all have actually got sensors on about everything that actually moves on them cars. Oh yeah, we got. This is this is something to think about. We have got one mile of wires in each race car, and the sensors. Just the sensors that I'm responsible for because I do the sub-assemblies. Now, I'm, I'm not counting the engine sensors and all this stuff that I'm not even responsible for. But I've got like 25 sensors. I've got tw- two wheel speed sensors per wheel, a, a rotor temperature that tells us the heat of the, the brakes, and then I've got a motion sensor that runs a, what they call an accelerometer that, that measures how fast the wheel goes up and down. Then I've got travel sensors on each each individual uh what they call dampeners, we call them shocks. Uh, let's see what else I got. I got pressure sensors on the push rods, which would be pressure sensors on a jack screw for people that, that no, only know NASCAR. We, and so I've got like 25 that I'm just responsible for whenever I put the car together to make sure that all the wires are are not going to get frayed. And, and gosh, they <laughs> they had a little problem. When was yesterday? Second practice yesterday had a wheel speed sensor to, to give a problem, and it just threw everything in out of out of whack. The when, once the wheel speed sensor goes on these cars, then you lose traction control, and if you lose traction control, oh, your your driver has to relearn how to drive the car. You know, so fortunately they told me. Fortunately they told me they got all that straightened back out. We got carbon brakes on these cars, and that's another deal, but. Everything on these cars is, is is completely unlike what I've ever worked on in a on a cup car now since they brought in carbon. Yeah, Mike, I, tell you, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you a minute ago, but uh, what it seemed like to me, and this is between you and your brother, that I've got more information on this series than I have, but I would say it's actually the best of three worlds. Uh, obviously, it's open wheel, but it's not open cockpit. Uh, it's got the sophistication of Formula One, and the way you've got it, 
it's a timed event with super good drivers, three drivers get in it, but it's like the best of Trans Am, the best of Formula One, and with some NASCAR mingled in with it. I mean, that, that's... It's, that, it's, it's competitive. Bad. Yeah, it's very it's, competitive, you know. You don't have... A, it's unreal. You don't have one car just jumping out there and, and, and taking away and, and running away with it. They make sure it stays competitive. And y'all, although we although we like we like to be the car that jumps out there and runs away, we we love doing that. But they're making sure that they they keep us throttled pretty good. And I see now, every so often, y'all have like a two or three week break, and then y'all come back. How many times do y'all actually race a year? Ten. Ten times. And we we need we need those breaks because when you take these cars apart, like I said, and you start taking these cars apart, it takes a while to get them all back together because it's. It's not like the old days where you just bust the ball joints out and replace them and all that. You have to, these cars are, it, it takes a while to take one of these cars completely apart and put it back together. Well, whereas Western Cup cars and teams are, they have like 8, 10, 12 cars and stuff like that. How many do y'all actually have as far as, you know, like the five Mustang sampling and, and We've got three cars. We've got three cars. We keep, uh, well, you know, they're carbon tubs. So I don't know anybody that can afford a lot of cars like we could back in the cup days because these cars are about a million dollars a copy. Okay. We keep one spare for the two cars complete. That way, mm. if we have to, if we have, like we're we're going from Watkins Glen, the guys will stay over. I don't travel anymore. My back made me stop traveling, but they'll after the race tomorrow, <clears throat> Monday morning, they'll come in at Watkins Glen, and they'll go, take the, the back half off, and they'll check and make sure the clutch and everything, the brakes, change the brakes out. And they'll. I have all the spare stuff. I have spare, complete spare, individual, what we call corners for the car. So everything from the tub out on each, each wheel, I've got uh, spares already built up for them. So... If they see a problem with anything, they just take four bolts and the brake line loose and put another one on. And that goes for the back half, too. Any Everything from the engine back is called a back half. And that, that's the transmission, the axles, everything, the the wheel, the, the, each individual uh, corner is all one piece. And it just unbolts, and they'll put another one up to it. And uh, they can do that a lot quicker than they can change a quarter on the back side because it's pretty tight in there but they got all the spare stuff that they need to do Watkins Glen and Mossport they're going into Canada but they won't come back home they're going to stay on the road that's that's one trip I don't really say I can't say that I really missed that trip because man that was strange I was getting too old I was getting too old to do that well uh how many crew members do you actually have for this six six hour race here I mean we got the same amount of crew members, you know. You, we got, we don't change out crew members. We, we, we the guys that it, our racing is like the old style. We don't have fly-in guys that come in on Sundays that have been working out in the gym all week. We got the same guys that work on the cars are the guys that's changing the tires. So you know, you got six per car that go over the wall, and those six guys are the ones that's responsible for putting that car together. So if it comes down pit road. And it's got a problem. The guy that's going over the wall knows how to work on it. Where on the cup side, you see these guys going over the wall, and the 
fenders will be caved in on the tires, and they're all standing there looking at each other because nobody knows how to use a hammer. They didn't teach them how to do that in the gym. <laughs> I tell you, Mike, this, all NASCAR fans and all Formula One fans need to watch this, this series, because this seems like the answer for modern-day racing that we've been looking for. I mean, it, I, I've just, it, you done got so far off my head. I follow you a little bit, but we're kind of cutting back on time, and, and we're coming up against a break. But, Mike, anytime you can come on and talk about you and this division and, and, and what all it's doing, but it's, it's growing leaps and bounds, I know, and you hang in there because you've always been a key piece of making NASCAR work, and you're going to be a key piece in making this deal work, and I think it's going to satisfy a multiple multitude of fans. So we can't thank you enough coming on. That's whenever well, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, guys. You know, racing racing's always been my life. You know, we we're all racers, and it's 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 one of those deals where I probably still be racing somehow or another when when it's done. But uh, yeah. I'm trying. Yeah. Right. I'll tell you what. That's a good interview with Mike right there. That, yep. that, that's we need to have him on like every once a month. Well, you know, you know, I can only stand so much of this now. Well, <laughs> what, you're talking about, you know. Now, Alan, you know I'm going to say you know, you know. Uh, well, well, bring your brother he, in. He knows I'm still on the radio, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm sitting here looking at Alex over here, and Alex has got the prettiest hat on here this morning. He's got a 25T hat on, and that's the best-looking hat I've seen here lately. I wonder why. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I'd like to thank you, Mike. Thank you for coming on. Okay. You know, I've always, you know. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to have to get out here and start cutting grass. All right. That's what I'm fixing to do since uh, I might put a little racing fuel in my gas more this morning and uh, all, see if I can make a few my, turns. That's all my lawnmower notes. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right, right, guys. See y'all. Thank I appreciate you. appreciate y'all having me on. Thank you. Thank you for coming on this morning. That was Mike Hill. Yep. Knows a bunch. Knows a bunch. Been racing by all his life. I, you know, everybody, uh, if uh, somebody's major actually living racing, has been my brother. He's, uh, like I said, whenever he got out of high school and stuff like that, he uh, went to Crawford Clements. Next thing I know, he was going on. So uh, we're going to a break right now. Let's go over to Alex. Yep. We're going to hit a commercial break. We'll come back on the other side. We'll have Ernie Smith from Southeastern Drag Racers. Join us on the Image Printing Hotline. Uh, that is Greg Moore. That is Alan Hill. You're listening to Start Your Engines. There's no points racing here. Greg, Perry, Ronnie, and Nelson are racing to win. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Steve and Jerry here from the world-famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. The Beacon has served over 300 menu selections of burgers, barbecue, chicken, fish, and more for over 70 years. Jerry, what's been the most popular? Chili cheese, I flat tie. I need flounder. Cheeseburger like a burger, make it cry. Give me a bacon with no trim. <laughs> Had a feeling you'd say that. Join Steve and Jerry at the world-famous Beacon Drive-In, John D. White Senior Boulevard in Spartanburg. I flat tie. 
Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Fox Sports 1400 now has an app. Like mozzarella sticks? No, it's an app for your phone. My phone is hungry? Okay. So for the rest of you, download the Fox Sports 1400 app today with our elite audio text line. Just search Fox Sports 1400 in Google Play or the App Store. Download our app today by searching Fox Sports 1400. Delicious food at great prices. That's what you'll find at J&G Restaurant, located at 462 West Henry Street in Spartanburg. Be sure to try out the ever-popular Pig 4, where you can choose four breakfast items that include gravy biscuits, pancakes, home fries, and much more for only $7.25. They also serve a variety of breakfast sandwiches, including the pork chop and gravy biscuit. For lunch, try out their salmon and grits combo. J&G also serves mouth-watering burgers and hot dogs. That's J&G Restaurant, open Wednesday through Sunday. Call them at 864-308-1730. Every now and then, we need to get away and relax. And there's no better way than spending time at the lake. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, South Carolina, is the perfect place to decompress. At Watery Lake RV, enjoy full hookups, a bathhouse, bar and grill, and a boat ramp marina with ethanol-free gas. Hookups available on nightly, weekly, or monthly. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, where families get away. Mention Fox Sports 1400 and get 5% off your stay up to three days. Call 803-273-3013. At Greer Nissan, our goal is customer satisfaction and amazing savings. And right now, Greer Nissan is having a huge summer savings event. Save in Greer and get up to $11,000 off MSRP on a brand new 2018 Nissan Maxima. Or lease a brand new 2018 Nissan Altima for only $159 a month for 36 months. For 36 months, lease a brand new 2019 Nissan Rogue with keyless entry for a low $199 a month. Lease a brand new 2019 Nissan Kicks for only $199 a month for 36 months. Greer Nissan, where you'll find low payments, big selection, and a commitment to quality customer service. Visit Greer Nissan today or online at greernissan.com. VIN number KC398 or 6 MSRP3816. VIN number KC238524. Selling price 24054. Zero security deposit. VIN KC816410. Selling price 25764. Zero security deposit. VIN KL514765. Selling price 19609. Zero security deposit. Places with 3995 due at signing. All prices plus tax title taxes. Offer includes 399 closing fee with approved credit. F45 Training, the world's fastest-growing fitness network, has now made its way to Roba. This new fitness studio brings a new style of training to the area and is open to all fitness levels. F45 Training is a global fitness training community specializing in group workouts, which are fast, fun, and proven to get rapid results. F45 offers members an unlimited array of training programs designed to unify the muscle groups and make you look, move, and perform better in all aspects of your life. Find them on Facebook or Instagram and sign up for your free week now. F45 Functional Fitness Training, located at 4795 South Church Street in Roba, or call at 864-810-4528. Are you sick of all the cookie-cutter, boring barbershops? If so, you need to visit the Ironspur Barber Company in Hillcrest Shopping Center. At the Ironspur Barber Company, professionalism and customer service is their top priority. Owner A.J. West makes sure that every customer gets exactly the haircut they want when they sit in his chair. So if you want to get your haircut like you like it and in a fun, man-cave-like environment, then give A.J. a call at 864-466-5289. The Ironspur Barber Company offers military and first responder discounts, and everyone is always welcome, even Clemson fans. First-time visitors, mention this ad and get $5 off. Call for an appointment today at 466-5289. 
Fox Sports 1400 on FM at 98.3 is presented by Upstate Logistics. Upstate Logistics, moving your business and Spartanburg forward. Another guest in this segment, and to introduce our next guest, I'll send it over to Mr. Allen Hill. All right, this next segment here, we're going to do a little bit of straight line racing. Straight line racing is what we call drag racing. That's if everything goes right. And uh, we're going to be talking to Ernie Smith this morning with the Southeastern Gassers Association. And we're going to be finding out when their next race is and stuff that's been going on with the drag racing. Ernie, are you there? I am. How are you guys doing this morning? Doing great. Pretty weather here today. Sun's shining. Hope the sun's shining where you're at. Well, I'm actually right down the street from you here in Spartanburg. Get ready to do a little work on the motor coach, getting everything ready to go for this coming weekend. <laughs> All right. Where are y'all headed to this weekend? We'll be heading up to Julian, North Carolina, Piedmont Dragway. Let's think we've got oh, about 74 cars pre-entered up there for this coming Saturday. Oh, y'all, y'all going to have a good show up there then. I'm looking forward to it. Piedmont is a great facility. I mean, great, great race facility, great fans up there. And like I say, we've got a lot of cars. It's going to be a, a real good show, real good race up there. Uh, these southeastern gassers and stuff, uh, what, tell these people what kind of cars you got. Is it frame cars? Is it, you know, aftermarket frames or whatever? The way the southeast gassers works, our rules are everything we run has to be 1967 or older. I was just listening to Mike talk about the IMSA cars at a million dollars and 25 cents. There's these things here, have to have a straight axle front end, have to be four-speed transmissions, and if you couldn't get it in 1967, you can't use it. There's, you know, no no nitrous, no turbos, no blowers. It's naturally aspirated, tunnel ram, two carburetors, uh, weight per cubic inch, you know, A gas, six pounds per cubic inch, B gas, which I run. Eight pounds per cubic inch, sea gas ten pounds. Then we also have a class for AFX cars, what was the predecessor of today's funny car, and we have a super stock division as well as we're starting an H gas division now for uh, four cylinders and inline six cylinders. Yeah, and one thing about it, Ernie, it uh, one thing about the old division. I know y'all were down in Atlanta doing an exhibition run down the back stretch. Uh, just on exhibition, but it seemed like uh, y'all were drawing fans, and that's that's the number one thing. I mean, y'all got a very competitive series that draws people, and that's what we, that's what excites I, about me of it. I think fans, like you say, drag racing fans, uh, you know, round track fans, they're getting away from a lot of the technology. They like our old school approach to things. Like I say, we went down and did an exhibition. It was on pit road last Friday night in Atlanta. They do a thing down there every Friday night at the Motor Speedway called Friday Night Drags on Pit Road. We took, I think, about 14 cars down there last Friday night and did some exhibition runs, and the crowd seemed to love it. I mean, they were on their feet. I mean, when you see these cars leaving with the wheels hung two foot high in the air, and you know the guys in there with no automatic transmission, no kind of sensors, traction control, you know, my sensors, my butt in that seat, what I feel it doing underneath and, and that's good for racing. 
Uh, it is. I mean, people are getting back to the, you know, they, they want to see old school. Somebody's got to drive it racing. Yeah, a lot of these people can't understand it, that technology is breeding its way into a lot of this racing. Don't get me wrong, over here on these dirt tracks, uh, I talked to a boy this week in the super late model division. They actually run in two control boxes, and once they get out, you know, at the start of the race, they can knock like five more degrees of timing in that motor. Then once they get out front, and plus two, once this dirt track starts drying out, they can swap it over to box number two, and it knocks four or five degrees out of the timing, which, you know... All racers know that that just kind of slows your motor down, which lets the driver, all drivers know is one thing, mash that gas to the floor. That's it. I mean, you you, you know, everything we run, I pull my thing in the lights. I bring it up about 8,000 RPMs. I sidestep the clutch, and I let it go. About 8,500, I pull second, third, and fourth. And like I say, these guys on the dirt track, you get Superman there, Jonathan Davenport, these super late model guys. Yep. Yeah, love watching them. But, you know, technology is even taking over that now. It used to be guys like, you know, Buck the Fowlers, Wally yeah. and Linwood, or Buck yeah. Simmons. Them Buck guys Simmons. threw it off the corner and had to drive it. Yeah, Mike Duvall's, the people like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like I said, it's got to be, even early NASCAR for a long time, it's got to be seat of the pants to some degree, and the driver's got to be able to, to, to adjust other than some changes with the jack and a little wedge or something in it. And really have a seat of the pants of what the car is doing, how much power's it got, it loaded through the corners, and uh, sometimes somebody like an Earnhardt can take a or, or driver like him back in the day, or Pearson, or, well a lot of different. They, they could take a car that was off a little bit and put it up front. If it's off a lot, nobody could drive it. But it seat of the pants right. and, and holding that steering wheel and knowing if the front end is going to scoot up the track or rear end is going to fly up from underneath it. That that's the seat of the pants thing that makes racing. Yeah, and it's the, it's the same way with these drag cars. You know, with none of the traction control or anything on it, you you've got to be able to feel what that racetrack's going to hold. You know, I can usually do a, a little dry hop there across the start line, and I can tell myself right there this this racetrack's not going to hold an eight thousand RPM launch. I'm going to have to back <laughs> this thing down to about sixty five hundred RPMs and get it down the starting line or you know i go up there and do that dry hop and it just slams my head back in the headrest i'm okay this thing's gonna hold whatever i want to give it if i want to give it ten thousand rpms give it ten thousand rpms dump clutch yeah ernie i'll tell you what we we, we got another caller online we want to talk to you some more and I, my thing is i'm waiting for me and Berta to go with you and paula to see one of these races and uh I'm just dying to do it when we ever get a, get a chance around doing it because it's something to see. But uh, we'll definitely be talking to you. Well, I'll probably be talking to you later on today or tomorrow, but might even be seeing you. But uh, fascinating series. You were very successful in it. Uh, it's, such, it's such a great deal. But uh, well, I, we, we look forward to having you all go with us. Like I say, this, this coming weekend up Winston-Salem, anybody up in that area would love to have them come check us out. Yeah, we'll do it. We're talking to... Eric, uh, Eric Smith, he is our local drag race hero of uh, modern day, and uh, he gets it done all the time. So uh, I thank, we will thank him a lot for coming on. All right. Thank you guys for having me. And, Greg, I'll talk to you and Roberta soon. Like I say, I want to thank you guys for your help. Yeah. Sponsors I got, I appreciate them all. So thank you guys. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. All righty, now we're going to go on here to our next guest, which is going to be Nelson Crozier. Nelson? Nelson. Yep, 
Good morning. Good morning, Nelson. Are you at home or are you up in Chicagoland? No, I stayed home this week. I'll be back in Daytona next week. Okay, you going you going to venture for that last race down there at Daytona, I guess. Right. Uh, you know, kind of unusual schedule out uh, in Chicago this week. Cup cars don't qualify at six thirty-five this evening. Yep, I actually saw it on the thing here. I, actually, I got it down here on my sheets right here, but X-Infinity cars, they're going to actually qualify here at 12 o'clock in just a little while, just as soon as we get off the air here. Uh, that's right. The, uh, the cup cars will go out for first practice. Uh, you know, they should be out, out on the track right now. Uh, the Xfinity cars are complaining about a bad bump between turn three and four. And said, yeah, you better be lined up right here. It's going to throw the car out of control. Well, you know, up there at Chicago Land, that last race that they had up there, there was a little bad bump between uh, Kyle Bush and uh, Kyle Larson, wasn't they? You know, on, on that last lap where Kyle Larson went in there and kind of bumped Kyle Bush in the door, but he knew whenever they got down to the third and fourth turn that Kyle was going to repay the favor. So don't get me wrong. These old boys running 170 mile an hour, and they kind of, you know, expect some of this. Right. Uh, you know, they need to have more respect, and they need to stop the blocking before somebody gets killed. Yes, blocking. Uh, you know, I watched this uh, IndyCar race last week, and I've seen a good bit of that blocking going on in that IndyCar division, but... Uh, you know, some of these times, these drivers, you know, it's like I told my driver over here at Gaffney, uh, driver blocks. When driver starts changing his lines, he becomes open competition to you. Exactly right. <laughs> That's the way it's always been. We we got what we call a chrome horn. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, they announced uh, one new change for uh, Daytona next week. Uh, they're going to have a wicker bill on the roof, similar to what they had in uh, Talladega earlier this year. Yep. And uh, people don't realize it, but uh, since they went with this new body style and stuff like that, these Camaros and stuff like that, that they racing, duh, they actually don't really line up with each other for this drafting and stuff, but uh, they'll still be a little bit up here at Chicagoland, I think. Right. Well, the problem with the Camaro, uh, the nose is more pointed in the bumper area. Yep. Yeah, what was it here several years ago? They, everybody made a flat part on the front rear and it putting a uh, what we call stick grease on the on the bumpers in the front end, and it's going two by two, and it looked like two doodlebugs going around there the whole track. I mean, uh, they got to really watch a lot of the stuff that NASCAR is learning in the wind tunnel. They need to make sure that it doesn't work against them uh, like it has. Of course, a lot of experimental, but you can pretty much tell in the wind tunnel what something's going to do if you've been there enough, which I know you have, and else I have too. But uh, yeah. Well, you know, you were talking about uh, IMSA running different types of cars in the same race. The very first race they had at Dover in 1969, they ran the sportsman cars and the modified cars together on the track at the same time. And that was a mighty interesting race. You know, uh, Ray, uh, Ray Hendrick uh, in his uh, number 11 modified, and you had Sonny Hutchins uh, and Jody Dunlop's uh you know, Sportsman Ford. And so, you know, had full-body car against an open-wheel uh, modified. Made for some interesting racing, right? Yeah, Nelson. But back in, you know, whatever was in your backyard is more or less what you drug out and you raced. Oh, no question about it. Uh, matter of fact, most of the cars came from the junkyard. Yes, sir. 
uh, last week. Nobody actually won the picks here. With Martin Truex, he was first. Kyle Busch was second. So that's about all we're going to have to say about, you know, Martin Truex jumped out front. And uh, Kyle Busch just burned his stuff up trying to chase Truex down. So uh, how about our picks for up here at Chicago Land? Who would you like to have? Uh, Oh, it's getting harder and harder. Uh, I think I'll try Keselowski this week. Okay. You're going to take the two car. All right, Greg. Let's move it over to you. I'm going to go with Harvick again. Greg's going to go with Harvick again. Uh, Perry. Perry Perry done text me. He said he would like to have the 22 car. Uh, Let's give uh, Ronnie. Ronnie usually likes, uh, who's Ronnie usually like? He likes he likes eighteen car a lot sometimes. Okay, well, not the way he acts, but the way he runs. All right, we're gonna give him the eighteen car. Don't get me wrong, uh, I bore one last week. I'll just take him again this week. That's gonna be Truex. Uh, we got we got a new uh, board runner over here. His name's Alex. Uh, Alex, uh, pick, choose your number here, right face. Uh, has anybody got Logano yet? Uh, I give him to Perry, but. Let me tell you what. I'm okay. going to give you the 22 car. That's my number, 22. Okay. Perfect. Alex, I'm going I'm to give, uh, I'll give Perry, let me see who he said right here, right fast. Uh, take it over for just a second there. So you're taking over, you want the 22. I like the 22. Okay. Yeah. Perry, Perry's got me text in here. He's going to take the nine car, Chase Elliott. All right. That's uh, a good swap. That's a good swap. Yep. Uh X-Infinity cars done been on the racetrack here up here at Chicago Land, like you was talking about before. Them boys is kind of getting loose. I seen the, the truck race was actually last night. Did you uh, did you happen to see it last night, Nelson? No, uh, I was just doing other things last night. But, uh, again, hello, we're going to have an at the end. Yep. Uh, pretty good truck race last night. Brett Moffitt actually won the race. Uh White truck, number 24, actually it was sponsorless at the time whenever he won this race. So uh, maybe that would be a good deal for Brett Moffitt. Maybe he'll pick him up a sponsor here pretty fast now. And wins never hurt. Yep, actually seen where uh, Ross Chastain actually come back after his DQ of the race. He actually come back the next week and actually won the race. So that's going to pretty much lock him into a championship hunt. Right. Uh, one thing, jumping back to what you were talking about uh, with Mike Hill on, uh, you know, you're talking about the Mazda and the rotary engine. That uh, actually was developed uh, in Germany uh, by Felix Wankel, uh, and they use it uh, in one of the NSU Prince uh, street cars. Uh, and then in 1963, Mazda formed uh, an R&D department uh, and ended up purchasing uh, you know, a license from uh, Wankel uh, you know, to develop and run the rotary engine in the Mazda. Yeah, uh, we kind of hit on that a little bit as far as uh, certain tracks tend to you know, prefer a certain motor and stuff like that. As far as torque-wise, people realize that motor makes horsepower, but it actually makes a torque range. That torque range is what actually gets you up off the corners. Now, going down the straightaways, you know, after you get... Yeah, well, what people don't uh, realize, uh, torque is a real number. Horsepower is a fabricated number. Uh, and at 5,250 RPM, they're equal. 
And when you start getting above that, the torque uh, number uh, levels off and the horsepower number continues to improve because, as I said, it's an interpolated or fabricated number. Exactly. And, and that's, you know, that's really hard to explain to people. You know, Alan knows it just like that. You know it just like that. And anybody, there might be some drivers don't know it, but anybody's working on the motors and the cars, they, they, they know that the torque figure has a tremendous amount, if not more, to do with it. And on top of that, once you start turning these real high RPMs, uh, it, it, you, you, your correction factor even starts getting a little bit out of whack, and you got to really watch what you're doing. But torque is real. Horsepower is a result of an average of the torque divided by so-and-so. I have to remember the formula. But um, what it means, smaller the engine, less torque, more horsepower, that car better be light. Or <laughs> it ain't right. coming off the corner. <laughs> yeah, the big trick is you want a broad torque curve uh, over your uh, RPM range coming off the turn. That's where you're going to generate uh, the most advantage. Yep. Uh, we actually, uh, since we are on this subject a little bit, we actually moving over from uh, Fox Sports. We're going to be moving over to NBC Sports. Uh, we had to actually say... Uh, Daryl Waltrip was actually retiring. Did you see the car that they actually presented to Daryl, the big Roadmaster Buick? Right, and he's got it back in, uh, you know, uh, at home and uh, went to the ice cream parlor in the day of the night. Well, I, so, uh, I was actually wondering if him and Stevie actually drove it from California back to Tennessee or if he actually had it hauled. You know, I figured I said, well... Since you're retired now, you're in no hurry to get anywhere, so they could actually just sit back in that big Roadmaster and just ride down the road. My daddy actually had a, a big Buick one time, and he took it up to Shadyside Drag Strip and actually won a drag strip race in a Buick. No kidding. Yeah. Buick's yeah. pretty good cars. No, like you said, at the time, that, that would have been a great ride back. Uh, I was one of the organizers of Carl Petty's charity ride, and did that for 10 or 11 years, and... That's a fantastic way to see the country. Uh, you know, meet a lot of people uh, who are just as down to earth as could be. Uh, and, you know, you see parts of the country that you're never going to see on, on a, a plane or a train or uh, even a bus. Yep. Uh, we actually got a whole new group of guys that's actually in here calling, going to be calling these races for NBC Sports. You know, we got Jeff Burton, Kyle Petty, Rutledge Wood, Dale Jarrett, you know. These boys have been racing about all their life and kind of kind of know, you know, which don't stink nothing from Fox Sports. Now, they had a bunch of good good callers, you know, Daryl, Jeff, and stuff, but I actually didn't know that there was a little bit of controversy there between Jeff and Daryl, you know, whenever they first went into the booth a little bit. I didn't know that either, but apparently there was. Yeah. <laughs> a lot more than you realize. <laughs> uh, I, I was. That's Greg Moore's sarcasm right there. It, it, it sometimes I care a little bit far, but uh, yeah. Well, you all got to remember: there's a world according to Daryl, and there's a real world. And from day one, uh, they've always been different. Yep. That's right. Uh, don't get me wrong. On the racetrack, there it was Dale Earnhardt Senior and uh, the Wonder Boy. They used to they used to make fun of that, and they. But I think there at the end, you know when. When Jeff held up that glass of milk there and he won that championship, I kind of I think it kind of broke that ice, you know. Well, you got to remember, uh, 
that Dale Earnhardt and uh, Jeff Borden had a lot of business dealings together. Yep. You know, but on the racetrack, they had a bunch of business dealings, too. Oh, no question. Uh, but, you know, since we're talking about the two networks, uh, Fox Sports is not going away for the rest of the season. They still got all the truck races, yep. uh, you know, uh, to do. Yep. I watched, I watched it last night on Fox Sports. Uh, like I said, the truck division, which they had a real good show there last night, had uh, a good, real good race there. Right. And uh, while we're talking about NBC, tonight's race and tomorrow is on NBCSN. All right. Uh, we're fixing to go here to a break. Uh, hope everything's going well for you, Nelson. So uh, looking forward to you. Good luck this weekend on your draws and everything. And uh, have a good weekend. Okay. Same to you all. And have a great 4th of July. You too, sir. Yeah. Ask you know who that is? What does Ronnie always say? That's the smartest man I know. He's been that way. I, I would have said that 20 years ago, and I still believe it. I know it. Super good guy. All right. So and, a good, and a good people person, too. Let's swap back over to Alex. Now. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a, a commercial break. We'll come back. We'll have just a, a minute or two to wrap up hour number one and look ahead to what's coming up in hour number two here on Start Your Engines. You're listening to Fox Sports 1400 and on FM at 98.3. Franks for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Franks for the Memories? Because hot dogs for the memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Franks for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Franks for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like french fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Franks for the Memories 468 Oak Grove Road next to Westview Elementary is open for lunch Monday through Saturday till 3.30 p.m. Thanks for the memories. Blind in the gap to right center to the track. He's to the wall. Another grand slam home run. Catch the Gamecocks in action on the diamond all season long. Did he catch that ball? He did. Swing and a miss. He got it. Swung on. Line drive. Face hit. The wall. He looks up. It's gone. And you can put spurs on this one. Right here on your home for South Carolina baseball. Spartanburg's home of the Gamecocks is Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at 98.3. At Greer Nissan, our goal is customer satisfaction and amazing savings. And right now, Greer Nissan is having a huge summer savings event. Save in Greer and get up to $11,000 off MSRP on a brand new 2018 Nissan Maxima or lease a brand new 2018 Nissan Altima for only $159 a month for 36 months. For 36 months, lease a brand new 2019 Nissan Rogue with keyless entry for a low $199 a month. Lease a brand new 2019 Nissan Kicks for only $199 a month for 36 months. Greer Nissan, where you'll find low payments, big selection, and a commitment to quality customer service. Visit Greer Nissan today or online at greernissan.com. VIN number JC3, 9806 MSRP, 3816.
Why waste your time hand-washing your car when you can get the job done in minutes at Pars Quality Car Wash in Boiling Springs? Experience one of their excellent car washes today. Don't let crumbs, bugs, dirt, and other particles interrupt your car's overall appearance. Other car washes just basically rinse off your car and fail to get off the stuck on bugs and dirt that takes a little elbow grease to remove. Ask about their car detailing, too. Visit Pars Quality Car Wash, 1929 Boiling Springs Road, and get a quality car wash done by hand. 578-9274. Summertime is almost here, and that means it's time to get those swimming pools ready for summertime fun. Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney has everything you need to get your pool ready to go. Phillips and Long sells pool chemicals and parts, and they're an Aquabrite chemical supplier. They also sell Aquabot automatic vacuums. Phillips and Long also offers professional pool service. If you're too busy to clean and maintain your pool, they can do it for you. Get your pool summer ready. Call Phillips and Long today at 461-8511, like them on Facebook, or stop by and see them at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Man, this South Carolina heat is no joke. I don't know how you guys deal with this. Pelican Snowball. What is that? Pelican Snowballs has great snowballs and over 100 flavors that are great summertime treat for the whole family, dude. Try one of their signature snowballs like Shark Attack, Rainbow, or my personal favorite, Fruity Princess. Really? That sounds great. Yeah, man, it's got cotton candy flavor in it. The best part is there's a Pelican Snowball location all over our listening area, so there's a Pelican Pelicans near you. Pelican Snowballs bringing you a cup of happiness every time with melt-in-your-mouth snow and a fun, relaxed atmosphere where you will always receive service with a smile. It's easy to jump on the internet and search for financial information. But what happens when you run into conflicting articles and need to separate fact from fiction? That is where Trent Lancaster can help. Trent is an investment professional at Janie Montgomery Scott, located in the Spartanburg office, who will take the time to answer all of your investment questions. He can help you develop a personalized financial planning strategy with the flexibility to adapt to your changing needs. Trent can also help you with estate planning, setting up trusts, income for retirement, and legacy planning for the next generation. Call Trent today for a complimentary portfolio review by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. At Greer Nissan, our goal is customer satisfaction and amazing savings. And right now, Greer Nissan is having a huge summer savings event. Save in Greer and get up to $11,000 off MSRP on a brand new 2018 Nissan Maxima. Or lease a brand new 2018 Nissan Altima for only $159 a month for 36 months. For 36 months, lease a brand new 2019 Nissan Rogue with keyless entry for a low $199 a month. Lease a brand new 2019 Nissan Kicks for only $199 a month for 36 months. Greer Nissan, where you'll find low payments, big selection, and a commitment to quality customer service. Visit Greer Nissan today or online at greernissan.com. VIN number KC398 is 6 MSRP 38160. VIN number KC238524. Selling price 24054. Zero security deposit. VIN KC81614. Selling price 25764. Zero security deposit. VIN KL514765. Selling price 19609. Zero security deposit. Leases with 3995 due at signing. All prices plus tax title taxes. Offer includes 399 closing fee with approved credit. F45 Training, the world's fastest-growing fitness network, has now made its way to Roba. This new fitness studio brings a new style of training to the area and is open to all fitness levels. F45 Training is a global fitness training community specializing in group workouts, which are fast, fun, and proven to get rapid results. F45 offers members an unlimited array of training programs designed to unify the muscle groups and make you look, move, and perform better in all aspects of your life. Find them on Facebook or Instagram and sign up for your free week now. F45 Functional Fitness Training, located at 4795 South Church Street in Roba, or call at 864-810-4528. 
The Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at 98.3. Welcome back, everybody. Good Saturday morning. You're listening to Start Your Engines right here on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. we got about a minute to go until the top of the hour break. I'm going to toss it over to Alan Hill for some IndyCar results. All right. We had IndyCar racing last weekend. Uh... It looked like uh, Alexander Rossi, he uh, just checked out on him and uh, left here. He left, uh, like I say, he won by almost 28 seconds. All I remember pretty much is second place calling into his pit crew and saying, uh, is first place still out here? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, he pretty much uh, kind of what we call stink up the show at, uh, at the IndyCar race and uh Formula One was pretty much the same way, same old program. Uh, Lewis Hamilton, he led every ra- every lap of that race and checked on out too. Uh, but uh, like to talk to you a little bit about some of our NASCAR news. NASCAR news picked up uh, Christ- Joe Gibbs picked up the Christopher Vail contract for the 2020 year, and uh, he's going to be driving. They did not say Xfinity oh. or Monster. Tech. All right, hour number two coming up. Spartanburg's radio home for University of South Carolina football is Fox Sports 1400 WSPG Spartanburg. Now on FM at 98.3. Frank's for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Frank's for the Memories? Because hot dogs for the Memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Frank's for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Frank's for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like french fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Frank's for the Memories 460 Oak Grove Road next to Westview Elementary is open for lunch Monday through Saturday till 3.30 p.m. Thanks for the memories. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. At Greer Nissan, our goal is customer satisfaction and amazing savings. And right now, Greer Nissan is having a huge summer savings event. Save in Greer and get up to $11,000 off MSRP on a brand new 2018 Nissan Maxima. Or lease a brand new 2018 Nissan Altima for only $159 a month for 36 months. For 36 months, lease a brand new Brand new 2019 Nissan Rogue with keyless entry for a low $199 a month. Lease a brand new 2019 Nissan Kicks for only $199 a month for 36 months. Greer Nissan, where you'll find low payments, big selection, and a commitment to quality customer service. Visit Greer Nissan today or online at GreerNissan.com. VIN number KC3986 MSRP3860. VIN number KC238524. Selling price 24054. Zero security deposit. VIN KC86410. Selling price 25764. Zero security deposit. VIN KL514765. Selling price 19609. Zero security deposit. Leases with 3995 due at signing. All prices plus tax title taxes. Offer includes 399 closing fee with approved credit. 
Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Throughout your life, you've worked hard to accumulate assets, to build wealth, and to provide for your family. You've built a comfortable life full of shared memories and experiences. Providing and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. While having a will is important, it's not the only way. That is why developing an estate plan can be the best thing you will ever do for them. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you to design a customized estate plan that can protect and preserve your assets for the next generation. The sooner you begin, the sooner you can be at ease knowing that your loved ones will be provided for as you intended. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. F45 Training, the world's fastest growing fitness network, has now made its way to Roba. This new fitness studio brings a new style of training to the area and is open to all fitness levels. F45 Training is a global fitness training community specializing in group workouts which are fast, fun, and proven to get rapid results. F45 offers members an unlimited array of training programs designed to unify the muscle groups and make you look, move, and perform better in all aspects of your life. Find them on Facebook or Instagram and sign up for your free week now at 45 Functional Fitness Training, located at 4795 South Church Street in Roba, or call at 864-810-4528. Live from the Beacon Drive-In Studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your ringtone. Fox Sports 1498.3 FM presents Start Your Engines. Here's your race team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Track reporter and racing insider, Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. Now, here's your host for Start Your Engines. Racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. Welcome back, everybody. Perry today, Ronnie Black as well, Alex Smith sitting here in the producer's chair. Hour number one is in the books, but we've got plenty more to get to in hour number two. And with that, I'll turn it over to today's host, Mr. Alan Hill and Greg Moore. Alright, we're going to give a little bit of this local racing results. Uh, like I said, Cherokee Speedway was called off last week due to rain. Uh, they did have a race at Harris Speedway, uh, but Harris Somehow or another forgot to send me their, post me their results as far as their winners and stuff. But I didn't hear through the grapevine that uh, had a pretty big crash up there on the back straightaway in a pure stock division. And uh, drivers wanted to get out and kind of, you know, throw off the few fists. Next thing I know, the women got involved. And next thing I know, here come the police got involved. And one of the girls turned around and smacked the policeman. So, you know what they say, I fought the law and the law won. The way it works. Isaac raises up, she, hold on. She uh she got them silver bracelets put on hers. Mm. <laughs> and they kinda escorted her back off the racetrack. So don't get me wrong, we you have at it racing, don't get me wrong. Clint Borg kinda done it a little bit other than that at uh at the racetrack whenever he oh. went over to Ryan Newman's car. Don't get me wrong. 
That's uh, that's part of racing. Just a difference of opinion. It is. It is. But it used uh, to be uh, about fifty percent of it in NASCAR back in the fifties, sixties. But it still got it. You got to have that. Oh yeah, just difference of opinion. Uh, but we did have a race last night at Travis Rest Speedway. They had the Shane Gentry Memorial Race. Uh, Young Guns first place went to Blaze Coggins. Second place, Jake Jackson. Third place, Isaiah Lawrence. These boys like hearing their name heard on this radio. So we're gonna we're gonna as long as they're doing good, we're gonna give them credit for what they're doing because these boys is actually racing hard for these uh, Young Gun divisions here. Front-wheel drive, first place, went to Travis Jamison. Second place, Tyler Caps. Third place, Chris Coggins. Now we get up to a little bit higher grade here. We're getting up to the Seeker Crate Sportsman. We got a Colton Dimsdale, son of Greg Dimsdale. He's got one boy that runs in Crate Sportsman Division, and you also going to hear the other son over here in Thunder Bomber A Division. But uh, Colton done a good job last night at Travis Fred Speedway. Second place won Devin Morgan. Third place went to Lee Higston. Renegade 8 went to Chris Jackson. Second place went to Michael Barbary. Third place went to Willie Teams. Thunder Bomber A. Here we go again. Preston Dimsdale. That's the brother of the boy that won over here in the Craig Sportsman, Colton Dimsdale. So he got two boys up there running, and they've run first and first tonight. So I know the Dimsdale family this morning is... Uh, Riding high. Uh, second place up there in the Thunder Bomber A went to Chris Jackson. Third place went to Greg Carroll. Thunder Bomber Futures. This is a division. This Thunder Bomber division, there's so many cars out there that if they was to put all these cars out there, they would actually probably start bumper to bumper all the way around this racetrack. So they've split this up into two divisions. They got the Thunder Bomber A, and then they got the Thunder Bomber Future. Futures are guys that have not won a race or have not won a championship. First place went to Joe Anders. Second place went to Madison Hoops. Third place went to Ren Pierce. All right. And last two names are Hoops and Pierce. Both, uh, I think both of their fathers actually run in the limited sportsman division, so I'll get a check on that. So these boys should be moving on up here for long. Pure stock division. Barry Thornton, second place, Kevin Nations, third place, Nathan Pierce. They call Nathan Showtime because he'll actually put on a show up there. All right, we're going to move up the road here. We're going to move up to Gastonia, North Carolina. Carolina Speedway, which runs on Friday night up there at Carolina. Always put on a good show, good racetrack. Uh, they uh starting to invite limited sportsmen on up there, so we might venture up there and race that 25T up there a few times in the future. Um, first place up there in Renegade went to uh, Andy Blackwood. Second place went to Andrew Baker. Third place went to Travis Mosley. Now we move down to the Sika Open Wheel Modified Division. And boy, I love these cars. They set these motors way back in the back of them, and uh, they, uh, they pretty much like... Uh, about like his boy won this race. His name's Jesse Rocket, and they are rocket ships. They got the motors like sitting where the passenger would be sitting. Uh, put it this way, Greg. They just about got the radiator sitting behind the front ball joints. And uh, That's, That does help it. Yes, it does. It takes <laughs> all the weight off them front noses. Uh, second place went to Wes Helms. Third place went to Chris Callahan. All right. 
We got the Fuel Series, Fuel Series, which will be probably, you'll hear a little bit later on tonight. They raced last night at Carolina Speedway. The Fuel Series is a pretty popular division coming up. It's actually got the super late mall cars. They got a little bit more modern stuff. Uh, First place went to Dylan Brown. Second place went to Kenny Collins. Third place went to Robbie Emery. Seeka Thunder Sportsman. First place went to Bill Knight. Second place went to Blake Pryor. Third place went to Bubba Sutton. All right, we're going to get over here to the Pro Four. First place, Stephanie Cottle, a woman driver there. So y'all boys going to have to tighten up here. Second place went to Patrick Ains. Third place went to Tucker Carroll. Super Street Division. Super Street up there is pretty much like our limited sportsman division over here at Cherokee and up here at Harris and over at Travers Rest. Uh, first place, you already heard this name called once because this guy takes two cars to the racetrack. His name is Andy Blackwood. Second place went to Luke Edison. Third place went to Terry Brooks Jr. Uh, so I'm glad to see Terry Brooks coming back into the racing scene. Uh, He's took a little time off getting him. I think he's been getting him a new car fixed up and uh, glad to see him getting back into racing here. He'll probably venture on down to Cherokee Speedway here. Thunder Bomber, first place went to Benji Knight. Second place went to Dylan Lacey. Third place went to Christopher Meadows. Okay, fourth place. I had to call this name out because uh, whenever I seen it, his name was Shorty Lacey. Uh, it must be his brother that actually runs second. Because car numbers are number 19 and the other number car is 19D. So, you know, when you got two brothers actually racing, that's not good for the father. Because uh, these boys is going to probably tear some stuff up. Yep. Uh, Hornets division. You got Jonathan Charette first place. Second place went to Andrew Rich. Third place went to Lane Spector. Okay, as far as tonight's racing. Tonight's racing. I'm going to give you a lineup of the division that's going to be racing tonight up here at Harris Speedway tonight. We're going to have limited sportsman division up there. We're going to have the Young Guns division. We're going to have pure stock division. We're going to have the Renegade Stock 8 Crate Sportsman. Them three divisions are combined together with a little bit of weight difference between the different cars. Depends on which one you run. We got the Sika Bomber Thunder Bomber A and Sika Thunder Bomber B. We got the front-wheel drive class. We got a V6 front-wheel drive class. The gates up there will open at 4 o'clock this afternoon. The pit gates will open at 4 o'clock. And then uh, the grandstand gates will open a little bit later at 5 p.m. And it's uh, $25 to get in the pits and $12 to get into the grandstand. Kids under 10 will be free tonight. Driver's meeting will be at 6.30 Drawing opens to draw up there. You go up there and you actually spin the wheel. And uh, wherever your number lands on is where you actually get to start the heat race. Uh, That drawing will start opening at 445 at Harris Speedway. Cherokee Speedway tonight. We're going to have that fuel racing series. They actually going to move on down here to Cherokee Speedway tonight. That'd be a good deal at Cherokee Speedway, the Fuel Racing Series. Like I said, that Dylan Brown, he's actually over there in Cherokee uh, Springs. I mean, not Cherokee, but Cherokee Speedway. They own, actually, I think, a landscaping business over there. Him and his brother actually run that series. They also going to have the Mideast Modifieds there. 
We got limited sportsman division racing at Cherokee Speedway tonight. We got the Renegade division. We got the stock four. We got extreme four. We got the young guns. We got a thunder bomber over there. The gates will actually open at 430 this afternoon. Driver's meeting will be at seven o'clock. The grandstands is going to be $18 to get into the grandstands because of this fuel series coming in there. The pits will actually be $30. Also, some of this stuff coming up on our uh, local racing is going to be what we call River Wars. River Wars is a combined of three racetracks, Cherokee Speedway, Lancaster Speedway, and Carolina Speedway. Those three racetracks have got together. They are going to let the crate sportsmen come in there. They're going to let them run three races. They're going to pay $1,000 at each racetrack to win, $75 to actually start this race. They're going to combine these three races. And at the end of the three races, whoever has the highest finishing order, like a first, a first, and a second, will actually win a overall trophy in this division. At these racetracks, this will actually give you double seeker points and double track points if you're actually running for the championship. At Cherokee Speedway, the first race is going to be held there. It will be this coming Wednesday, July 3rd. So I guess that means that Cherokee Speedway will be racing this coming Wednesday night right before the 4th of July. So kind of like Perry said about the Memorial Day racing, uh, a racer's dream, July 4th is too. Yeah, it is, and... That's a bunch of points and a bunch of money to be grabbed just within a couple of days. Yeah. Or, or well, that, that's very important. Yep. Uh, Cherokee Speedway, like I said, their first race, they're going to be holding the first race this coming Wednesday, July 3rd. The second race will be held at Lancaster Speedway on Saturday, July 6th. And then the third one will be going back up to Carolina Speedway on a Friday night. On August the 2nd. They're going to have just a little bit about a two-week break to where you can actually, uh, well, I'm actually sitting here, second in points. Uh, I got two weeks to think about it. I got two weeks to work on my car. Let's see what we can do to make it faster. Uh, you don't need to make it faster. I, the only thing happened to you, we had to get that get that gorilla that was only there for about four races. Once got him off, we went straight back to front. But, but you can always make things a little bit better, and I know you can do it. Oh, yeah. We're we going to try you, you can do that in one, one night. All you do is put that Allen Hill thinking cap on and remember something else you've done years ago at work, plug it in, and wait you'll go. Well, that's... Uh, that's easy, easy to say it that way, but... Yeah, it's, it's easy to say with this technology coming out because I'm still kind of that old-school guy, like our, about like our drag racer said, you know? Yeah, well, old-school stuff still works, up. Yeah. In proper works. applications. All right, that's pretty much some of our local results, but I'm going to sit here and give you a uh, period. So we got uh, our local racer here, Jeremy Clements. Uh, I see where he's made actually the top 15 in points uh, after that last race and uh, watched him last night kind of up there at Chicago Land practicing, actually getting around that racetrack at 175 plus miles an hour in practice. So uh, they're going to be racing this afternoon. Uh, so uh, let's. Uh, Pull for our local boy here, Jeremy Clements. Uh, he's he's trying hard, and that's about all we can ask of him. All he needs is uh, some of them rectangular dollars. Because they make horsepower. They got cars now. They got a super driver, super daddy that builds. I mean, they just got all the ingredients. 
with that series as high up as it is next to it's next to Cup, the Xfinity Series, it takes rectangular dollars. So, and a lot of them. But they got pretty good sponsors, but they need more. So anybody out there listening, they want to throw some their way. All they do is make him finish that much higher and closer to the front. Yeah. I also uh, got just a little text here. This uh, July 3rd race over here at Cherokee Speedway, they will actually have a big fireworks show for the kids there. So uh, everybody sits here talking about spending money for fireworks. Best thing for you do is just bring your kid to the local racetrack. You can actually pay your way into this racetrack and actually see a big fireworks display. And a few fireworks goes on the racetrack, too. I like fireworks. Kind of problem though when you set them off in Converse Heights. Uh, we done that. We done that every year. I think July Fourth, and Berta got a little bit carried away. And I said, "Baby, I said one of these days they're gonna catch us." But anyway, they ignored it because it was in a safe place to do it. And sure enough, here come come one out of woodwork. And they were laughing and everything, but they didn't hesitate to write us a three hundred twenty-five dollar ticket. Didn't count no points or nothing. But I mean, they were laughing while they done it. But, uh, and we had to give them $325 total. See, no, nobody seems to mind if we shoot fireworks off in Pauline, where I live now. So, yeah. <laughs> All yeah. right, guys. Good stuff. Converse Heights uh, are doing. I love Converse Heights. Yeah, Converse Heights <laughs> is great. Uh, house is just a little close together, yeah. yeah. Um, so we'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, in our next segment, we'll have Harvey Tollison join us on the Image Printing Hotline. Uh, Greg, tell, tell the listeners just a little bit about Harvey. Okay. Harvey's been involved as, as a race supporter uh, of Augusta Speedway. Uh, actually, they've had two racetracks. They run NASCAR Cup rod in sprint cars. One's a, a half mile oval, and one was a road course, about a two and a half, three mile road course. Uh, he can tell us all that stuff, and it, they have a wonderful event every year. About this time of year, it's in September, and me and Perry have been trying to get down here. We try to go to all these things we can, and we've committed ourselves to going a couple of times, and something comes up. And uh, we even had the back cover of their, you know, their brochure or their program or whatever. And we gave them enough money, had the whole radio show and everything on the back cover. But the main thing was we just was trying to make up for not being there. But uh, they'll have Allison's. They'll have all the all the legends there. And they always putting somebody in. But he'll tell us all that. He's, he's an interesting guy. And... Um, you learn some things about a racetrack down in Augusta or some racing down there that uh, I can remember as a child, but he knows when it started and when it quit. going to be a good guy. All right, good stuff. We'll have him join us on the Image Printing Hotline on the other side of this break. That's Alan Hill. That's Greg Moore. I'm Alex Smith. You're listening to Start Your Engines. Want to talk racing with the guys? Call the Sign Force Hotline now at 864-468-1400. Start Your Engine returns in a moment on Fox Sports 1400 and 98.3 FM. For years now, we've been telling you about Palmetto Spirit's tremendous wine selection. We've told you about Palmetto Spirit's carrying special, small-batch, handcrafted bourbons and whiskeys that you can't find anywhere else. But what truly sets Palmetto Spirit's apart is their customer service. Jim and the entire staff knows wines and liquors and knows how to find you the perfect bottle for the perfect occasion. Palmetto Spirit's, Reedville Road on Spartanburg's west side, where customer service is the difference. This is the sound a McDonald's bag makes when you grab it. 
Now that just sounds like a paper bag, but to Nate, it sounds like. Because Nate hooked himself up like a champ. Improved you can save on the delicious food you crave. Wake up to the freshly prepared McChicken Biscuit or the sweet and savory taste of the new Chicken McGriddles. Just $1.59 each. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. Why waste your time hand-washing your car when you can get the job done in minutes at Pars Quality Car Wash in Boiling Springs? Experience one of their excellent car washes today. Don't let crumbs, bugs, dirt, and other particles interrupt your car's overall appearance. Other car washes just basically rinse off your car and fail to get off the stuck-on bugs and dirt that takes a little elbow grease to remove. Ask about their car detailing, too. Visit Pars Quality Car Wash, 1929 Boiling Springs Road, and get a quality car wash done by hand. 578-9274. Man, this South Carolina heat is no joke. I don't know how you guys deal with this. Pelican Snowball. What is that? Pelican Snowballs has great snowballs and over 100 flavors that are great summertime treat for the whole family, dude. Try one of their signature snowballs like Shark Attack, Rainbow, or my personal favorite, Pretty Princess. Really? That sounds great. Yeah, man, it's got cotton candy flavor in it. The best part is there's a Pelican Snowball location all over our listening area, so there's a Pelican's near you. Pelican Snowball's bringing you a cup of happiness every time with melt-in-your-mouth snow and a fun, relaxed atmosphere where you will always receive service with a smile. Steve and Jerry here from the world-famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. Jerry, the Beacon opened back in 1946. How many years have we been serving great food at great prices? Hey, plant day. Seventy years? How many folks are we still serving every week? Hey, plant day. Well, like you always say, I like my job, but I love my customers. But can you say something other than a hey, plant day? Call it. Join Steve and Jerry at the world-famous Beacon Drive-In, John White Boulevard in Spartanburg, where the food is still always good since 1946. At Greer Nissan, our goal is customer satisfaction and amazing savings. And right now, Greer Nissan is having a huge summer savings event. Save in Greer and get up to $11,000 off MSRP on a brand new 2018 Nissan Maxima. Or lease a brand new 2018 Nissan Altima for only $159 a month for 36 months. For 36 months, lease a brand new 2019 Nissan Rogue with keyless entry for a low $199 a month. Lease a brand new 2019 Nissan Kicks for only $199 a month for 36 months. Greer Nissan, where you'll find low payments, big selection, and a commitment to quality customer service. Visit Greer Nissan today or online at greernissan.com. VIN number KC398 or 6 MSRP 3816. VIN number KC238524. Selling price 24054. Zero security deposit. VIN KC81614. Selling price 25764. Zero security deposit. VIN KL514765. Selling price 19609. Zero security deposit. Leases with 3995 due at signing. All prices plus tax title taxes. Offer includes 399 closing fee with approved credit. Fox Sports 1400 is now bigger and better than ever. Why? You were on an FM station. Because we're now on the FM dial at 98.3. Fox Sports 1400. Now bigger and better at 98.3 FM. Welcome back, everybody. Hour number two. Start your engines here on Saturday morning. Getting everybody ready for a big weekend of racing. 
Alex Smith sitting in for Ronnie Black today, having a great time with the hosts Alan Hill and Greg Moore. And we'll now, uh, I'll pass it off to Greg Moore, and he'll introduce our next guest joining us on the Image Printing Hotline. Yeah, I'm proud to uh, introduce Harvey Tolleson. Uh, he's just a friend of mine and a friend of a lot of racers, lives down in Augusta. And uh, Harvey is over the Augusta Preservation Society because there's two racetracks down there, and they really are dedicated to, to, the, to the times that were down there. There's a lot of legends raced on both tracks, and I'm going to turn it over to Harvey. And this, Harvey, just explain to our listening audience what exactly goes on. Well, well, here at Augusta International Raceway Preservation Society, sort of a long name I didn't choose, which we normally refer to as AIRPS, we try to keep racing history's memories alive. We don't want it to die because there's people that have raced and contributed to racing so much that that if their children and grandchildren don't find out about it through us, they may never find out about it. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. One thing I've often wondered, and I know I've asked you this, is we had, we got two racetracks down there, but which one came first, the half mile or the road course? I always get that mixed up. All right. It started off with a uh, drag strip in 1960, along with a motorcycle scramble track, a go-kart track, and a micro-midget track. 1961, they added in the half-mile oval as a dirt. Then they built the 3.2-mile road course because Fireball Roberts, who was vice president of the group, took them out to Riverside, and they went crazy over that track. So they came back and built, started building the road course. And it ran uh, one Grand National Cup race in 1963. And of all people to win it was Fireball Roberts, the designer. And that was his last victory before he, he died at, at Charlotte. That was mm. it. He, he never took another checkered flag. Mm. And then in 64, they paved the half mile and turned it in probably one of the best half miles in the nation. I mean, people on a weekly basis came from North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, all over to do a weekly race. And it was just, you know, marvelous. And we ran Grand Nationals then. Yeah, so, I, uh, I remember uh, same like. Seemed like Derringer was in one of our Mercury's or something. He won like the last race before. Uh, he 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 won the first race on on the half mile when it was paved. Right, right. But I, the last race for us was a sponsored Mercury directly, a full a yep. full deal with a sponsorship. But uh, yeah, yeah. And, ahead, uh, of course, uh, of course, y'all had one fl flip into Alligator Gulch on the road course. Too. Oh yeah, that 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 one. Uh, Joe Wedley happened to, he was always a clown anyway, super good race driver. He spun off the course, and we're not quite sure if it was an alligator or a snake or whatever, but there was something down in there he didn't like, and the car yep. rolled over, and it, he, he he got out of that in a hurry. Yeah, they, they, that's why they end up naming it Alligator Gulch. Yep. I think an alligator chased that. him out of there. Yeah. Interesting times. But, uh, it was. It really was. Uh, but our, we, that we the had itself. so many racing memories here, though. I mean, all the greats from back in the '60s ran here on on that track, either the road course or on the half mile, or even on the uh, drag strip. Uh, 
Big Daddy ran there, Art Arfons ran on the drag strip. I mean, we we had big names. But uh, our emphasis for years was on the half mile. And we had some great drivers there. In fact, one of them we're remembering this year uh, was J.D. McDuffie, one of the true independents. And uh, in September, we'll be introducing him into the Hall of Fame, and his daughter will be flying in from Colorado, and his widow will be coming down from North Carolina so we can recognize him. Yeah, that's super. So it's going to be interesting. I've been talking to other people lately, too. I've talked to uh, Catfish uh, Criders, Curtis Criders' family, about some future stuff, and uh, Rodney, whose daddy was, you know, the one that died in uh, Japan driving Buddy Baker around the road course over there. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But tell us about the event, how it's set up, Uh, Harvey. You know, like the thing, what do you do on Friday night? And kind of well, what happened on Saturday night, so our listening audit, in case somebody wants to show up down there, uh, which I'm assuming they can. It's open to the public, I think, on Saturday, isn't it? Um, yes. Uh, on, on on Friday, we have a banquet and where we do our award presentation, which should be on September 20th. And uh, the cost is only $20, which, you know, for food and, and a get-together with, with all the racing people, it's well worth it. And then on Friday, we have an open... Uh, time where we do sort of a racing reunion and people can sign autographs, sit around and talk, display their race vehicles if they want, you know, just, you know, if you want to come down and put up a display for your favorite driver, bring it on. It's no charge. We'll set up a table in the gym or if you want to be outside with the cars, we'll set you up out there too. That's neat. Yeah, it is. We, We normally have a good time. Harvey, we, we have Harvey, this is Alan Hill. Have you got any local dirt tracks down there right now or running right now? No. No? Augusta held the record of the most dirt track, uh, racetracks in the state of Georgia. All right. All right. But there are none now. The, the closest one we did have was that ran regular was Swainsburg, Georgia, and it closed a month ago. And then we got Modoc in, in South Carolina, and it runs maybe once a month. So then now you have to either go to Livonia or uh, Sumter to, yep. to go to the races. Yep. I, I actually, in uh, about the mid-'80s, I actually packed my family up and moved to, uh, actually it's called Baldwin, Georgia, down there, and Cornelia, Georgia. And I went to work for a dirt tracker down there named C.L. Pritchett. Do you know him? Oh, I knew yeah. Pritchett. Yeah. See, Pritchett. How we could had, you miss? Yeah, we had to see. I, I, actually, he called me one night, and uh, he said, what you doing? I said, well, I'm working on this race car, getting ready for Saturday night. And he said, I've actually got a man down here who wants to pay you to work on a race car. I said, you've got to be kidding me. He, uh, I said, what's his name? He said, Gerald Vols, Vols Auto Salvage. And I said, huh. Oh. He, uh, he asked me, he said, uh, how much you actually making now working, where you working at now? And I told him, and the man said, well, tell him I'm going to ask to pay him 50 more dollars a week. I said to him, I said, that was on a Tuesday night. And I said, tell him to make sure he got me a place to live come Saturday morning because I'm moving. Yeah. And that I, sounds like something I do. I moved my family. My daughter was four years old and everybody told me I was crazy, but I went down there and we had a ball racing. And then, uh, from then on, it was just, uh, you know. But uh, C.L. Pritchett, he taught me a lot in racing as far as working on race cars and stuff and 
But we actually come down to a racetrack down there in the 80s. It was Augusta Speedway, and we'd race there on Saturday night. So we raced at Livonia on Friday nights, and then we'd go to another racetrack over on Hartwell on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, yeah. C.L. Yep. Pritchard, I tell you what, that, that name, when you say him, that's strong on dirt. Yeah. Or, or, yep. or, or on asphalt, he, too. Uh, he drives. That was, that was one of the ones you call a legend. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Well, actually, he he had another legend that lived probably about two miles from him, and that was Buck Simmons. And everybody knows Buck. Oh, yeah. Buck, he yeah. ran cup number, for a while. Number 41. Yes, sir. He could get the job yeah. done, too. And well, heart, yeah. pe- people didn't realize it, but uh, CL actually had a brother. His name was Harold Pritchett, and Harold drove a race car, too. I didn't know that. Yep. yep. Alan knows more about this stuff than I do. Well, I just, he's about five years older than me. Watch it now, Greg. <laughs> well, now, now, if I want to attend a race, like if I had the ability to go tonight, I've got some other, uh, obligations. I'd be going to Livonia because I was talking to a guy uh, yesterday. He's taking three cars up there named Andy Stewart, yeah. and he'll be driving one, and Monk Gulledge will be driving one. And, and they, they took a checker flag last week, and it was with a uh, Walter Newman uh, race car's uh, built car and Walter Newman grew up as my next door neighbor. Yes, sir. Actually, the guy that is actually running Cherokee Speedway, his name is Scott Childers. Him and another fella kind of went in together and they bought Livonia Speedway down there. And I think they got one of the Morgans. You remember uh, Scott Morgan? I think his daddy was Bill Morgan. Ever? I think. Yeah, I knew Bill Morgan. Yep. His uh, he got his uh, boy down there, kind of more or less running Livonia Speedway down there, and Scott. Scott's a pretty good promoter. He'll bring in some lot of big races, and especially whenever you got like uh, Cherokee Speedway sitting up here running on, you know, Saturday night, and Livonia down there on Friday night. So you know he's going to bring in them World of Outlaws because they like to be within, you know, like a hundred miles of a back-to-back race, and he yep. can, he can bring them in down there on Friday night, Livonia Speedway, then bring them on up here to Cherokee Speedway on Saturday night. So. Uh, Things going to be looking up down there for Livonia Speedway. And uh, got another little racetrack down there called uh, Tacoa. Oh, yeah. Because my, my wife is now, her and her sister own a house in Tacoa. Yep. So that's where we'll be going shortly. Yep. Uh-huh. Go up there, hang out. That's where her family's from. So we'll hang out with her relatives and I'll go to races. Uh, I love Tacoa Speedway. Uh, actually, we used to, back in the 70s, they actually had a NDRA race down there that paid $10,000 to win. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. I, I'm just trying to think, you know, other than the ones in Augusta, um, I've heard of the rest of them, Livonia, different ones. But one of them, like Moto, at one time or another, it may be in a one way wonder. You know, we, Bill Perry's got the book, show the place where it's only run once or twice. But one of them, other than we know about the Augusta history, but one of them sounded like they had to run a cup race or something, maybe at one time, yeah. or, or or a Bush Grand National or something. But I don't know which one it was. Might have been Livonia. Seemed like, you know. Yeah, people don't realize it, but on a dirt track race, if you don't race it pretty regular, you know, once every week or two weeks or something like that, that, that dirt just kind of, you know, it sits out there. You've got to keep working it. It's not like an asphalt racetrack where it just can sit there and just bake in the sun. It, you know, Columbia have, have a great half-mile dirt. Oh, I know. We're and all the great race there. Yep. And and I used to look, I work, since I worked for Augusta, uh, in 66, until Augusta closed in 70, I drove the pace car for Augusta and 
I'd go to Columbia and Savannah. Yep. Actually, there in that shop I worked in with CL, we actually had another guy's car there. Uh, Doug Kennermer actually drove that car. You remember Doug? Uh-huh. I actually took, yeah. I, I actually took Doug down there to the, when the, what's the racetrack that's down there across in front of the Lanier Speedway? You remember when they asphalted Lanier Speedway? I do. Yeah. I actually, I took Doug Kennermer down there, and I called my brother up. I said, hey, we're going, we got this dirt car, and it was a chrome molly car with all the best of everything on it. But it was so light, and I called my brother up, and I told him, I said, we're going to go run this asphalt racetrack down here at Lanier. I said, uh, but I got to add about 500 pounds of lead to this car. He said, stack it all up in the left side door. Have you? He said, have you got any kind of, you know, percentages and stuff? I said, no. So we stacked all that lead up in the left side door of that car, and he, Doug Kennermer, left here down there on that asphalt racetrack. But the only thing about it is the car didn't have power sterning. He said about halfway halfway through the race, he took his leg and propped it up against the steering wheel and put his foot up against the road cage and held the steering wheel to keep it from turning left, getting in the corner. Uh, I uh, can understand that. And Bud Moore said, uh, that, that's hooked up. Yeah. That's hooked up. Yeah, that's, that's hooked up. <laughs> no I tell you, it, couldn't you imagine some of these drivers today driving the 64 Mercury with 427 and no power steering? And a modified stock seat, and six inches off the ground, and taking it to a track, and say, "I can't get this thing to handle." Uh, that's uh, that's a thing of the past. We didn't. That's, that's history there. Yep. Oh yeah. I miss history. <laughs> yep. Well, I really do. It was intended for five hundred mile races and your dirt tracks of two hundred miles and stuff like that. That they, they were as much endurance races on the driver. It was to see man versus machine. Man could last longer when you, the machine didn't break on you and the man didn't get too tired. You run up front. If it I was you, right, I have, right. I have one late friend that was real good on dirt and asphalt, and that was Tiny Lund. Oh, no doubt about it. He drove our car. And, he, and then uh, I, had a, I have another friend. Luckily, he's still with us. It's Tiger Tom Stone. Another late Tiger Wood. He, oh, him, and he would. He sort of teamed up with a tiny, and people would think they were racing each other, and because they'd be running nose to tail and bumping and all, and they were just playing. They were having fun. Yes, sir. And Tiger Time went on to have one of the biggest parks houses up in Charlotte, I think. And us dirt racers, don't get me wrong, sometimes we was kind of shy on money, but he would actually let you have the part and say, uh, "You go win the race and come and bring me my money back on Monday or Tuesday." <laughs> well, you know, there's still still people that haven't brought the money back yet. Yes, sir. And I, he, he I saw of, Tiger up in Charlotte. There's still people that haven't brought the money back. <laughs> yeah, they, but anyway, it was great. That's just how honest and good guy Tiger Tom was. I'm assuming he's going to be in Augusta. Uh, I hope so. Uh, I got to call him back. You know, another track near y'all that I used to love to go to and I hope to go to again this year is uh, Greenville Pickens. That and I went there place. when it was dirt, and and then later on, you know, with asphalt. Well, if you know when it was dirt, you probably uh, had to meet my daddy over there. My daddy was Harley Hill. He actually owned a 27 car that raced over there that Dub Nelson actually drove in 1963 that won the state championship over there. Yeah. And uh, yep. 
my daddy, he uh, he's passed away now. He's uh, about three years ago, and don't get me wrong, he called me every Sunday morning and asked me if we won the race, did I get the trophy? And uh, I've got uh, I've got a trophy sitting there in my shop uh, that they won, and uh, I just uh, passing it on down the family line, like you was talking about before, because our kids, uh, they're not going to realize what, you know, people... I ain't going to say sacrifice to go racing, but but we enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. If oh, yeah. we didn't enjoy we, it, we wouldn't be doing it. If it wasn't for people Alan. like the Hill family, Alan, Mike, his father, uh, a, a family do. If it, this is an event like you're having, and uh, my, I come from a racing family, and there's several more, but if we forget about them... Not necessarily the one that went to the big Hall of Fame or whatever, because a lot of people, the, the ones we're talking about, will eventually go in. Uh, but it's it's hard to it's hard to, to, to fathom. I mean, and this is the only way you you can you can preserve it. I mean, every day I I get up, I, Daddy's been gone two years, and his mind was so sharp all the way to the end, and I stay there at night with him for several 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 years, and he was on the phone the day before talking to somebody and said uh, they said if Gregory would get us a sponsor or somebody would bring us to money we'd go racing again tomorrow well he's but, really telling the truth we would have ain't no I, doubt for my money we'd put, we'd put wheels in action well, I, I might have had to hire some people cause, but, <laughs> like, but we'd have done it I'd do it today well you could you could call uh, Fred Campbell down and they can he'd, he'd have gone back well yeah. Let, let Alan work on the car because he can make it fast. Get him and Mike; they got they got their own deals going. But uh, yeah, that's the only way kids are gonna remember that stuff. A lot of it, and they need to. I, I'm lucky. I'm lucky to have met a lot of the legends. I mean, true legends. Um, when I'd go up to JB Days for the reunion in in Greenville at the, his uh, Riverside Racing Museum, uh, I got to spend a. a Several, several hours with Raymond Parks while he was still good and alive and coming around for his birthday get-together and all. And let me tell you, that's the man that wrote the check that started NASCAR. That's right. That's right. Well, Harvey, appreciate you coming on. We're getting up close to the end. And uh, hopefully we'll people listen. Uh, what is it? It's in September in Augusta, didn't say 19th or I get 20th and 21st. 20th and 21st. Y'all keep that in mind. And like I say, Harvey, always a pleasure. I'll be talking to you here in the next couple of days. And uh, just appreciate you coming on. All right. Y'all have a blessed weekend. Yeah. You too, Thanks. sir. Have a good fourth. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Pretty nice guy. Yeah, he was. Uh, before we get off this air, we need to thank Lanny McKinney for our podcast. Uh, you know, uh, for people that can't get it here on our local stations and stuff, you can go to our podcast deal and uh, actually bring it up on podcast. And uh, oh, I had another thing here we had we hadn't touched on. I, sorry, Alan. I, Alan made notes. I made notes. Alan made a whole lot more sense. My notes did. So we we, we went by his, which is a good thing. But I just want to say that uh, you know Perry Perry Allen Wood has done been a part of the show for a long time, and me and him went to a lot of different events and still going. We plan on going to uh, Area North Carolina one week and to the deal in Augusta the very next, that in September. But his latest book he come out with, 
he had done a ton. Well, he knows a lot of the history itself. I did too. But uh, he wrote a book that should have been wrote about 10 years ago and finally got him interested to do it on Neil Soapy Castles. Now, if anybody knows any history about Neil Soapy's Castles, you'll just tell you this book is fascinating. Not only was he a good race driver, but he was in stunts. He done some stuff sitting in a, a trunk of a race car to film some stuff with some early race movies. He went to Hollywood. Uh, he is truly a legend, and anybody can get this book if they go through. Um, well, let's put it this way. Neil Soapy Castle's Memoir of a Life in NASCAR and Movies. Forward by Deb Williams. Good, good book. Anyway. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the show today. Uh, looking ahead. Uh, it's been a good time today. I, I like these guests. Very entertaining. Very entertaining. Very entertaining today. So we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up. Start your engines. You're listening to Fox Sports 1400 and on FM at 98.3. It's easy to jump on the internet and search for financial information. But what happens when you run into conflicting articles and need to separate fact from fiction? That is where Trent Lancaster can help. Trent is an investment professional at Janie Montgomery Scott, located in the Spartanburg office, who will take the time to answer all of your investment questions. He can help you develop a personalized financial planning strategy with the flexibility to adapt to your changing needs. Trent can also help you with estate planning, setting up trusts, income for retirement, and legacy planning for the next generation. Call Trent today for a complimentary portfolio review by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. Steve and Jerry here from the world-famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. The Beacon has served over 300 menu selections of burgers, barbecue, chicken, fish, and more for over 70 years. Jerry, what's been the most popular? Chili cheese, I ain't playing Thai. I need flounder. Cheeseburger like a burger, make it cry. Give me a bacon with no trim. <laughs> I had a feeling you'd say that. Join Steve and Jerry at the world-famous Beacon Drive-In, John B. White Senior Boulevard in Spartanburg. I ain't Every now and then, we need to get away and relax. And there's no better way than spending time at the lake. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, South Carolina, is the perfect place to decompress. At Watery Lake RV, enjoy full hookups, a bathhouse, bar and grill, and a boat ramp marina with ethanol-free gas. Hookups available on nightly, weekly, or monthly. Watery Lake RV Park and Marina in Liberty Hill, where families get away. Mention Fox Sports 1400 and get 5% off your stay up to three days. Call 803-273-3013. Delicious food at great prices. That's what you'll find at J&G Restaurant, located at 462 West Henry Street in Spartanburg. Be sure to try out the ever-popular Pig 4, where you can choose four breakfast items that include gravy biscuits, pancakes, home fries, and much more for only $7.25. They also serve a variety of breakfast sandwiches, including the pork chop and gravy biscuit. For lunch, try out their salmon and grits combo. J&G also serves mouth-watering burgers and hot dogs. That's J&G Restaurant, open Wednesday through Sunday. Call them at 864-308-1730. 
Company. At Greer Nissan, our goal is customer satisfaction and amazing savings. And right now, Greer Nissan is having a huge summer savings event. Save in Greer and get up to $11,000 off MSRP on a brand new 2018 Nissan Maxima. Or lease a brand new 2018 Nissan Altima for only $159 a month for 36 months. For 36 months, lease a brand new 2019 Nissan Rogue with keyless entry for a low $199 a month. Lease a brand new 2019 Nissan Kicks for only $199 a month for 36 months. Greer Nissan, where you'll find low payments, big selection, and a commitment to quality customer service. Visit Greer Nissan today or online at greernissan.com. VIN number KC398 or 6 MSRP3816. VIN number KC238524. Selling price 24054. Zero security deposit. VIN KC816410. Selling price 25764. Zero security deposit. VIN KL514765. Selling price 19609. Zero security deposit. Leases with 3995 due at signing. All prices plus tax title taxes. Offer includes 399 closing fee with approved credit. I've seen the bookmarks on your computer. Gmail, Google. Where are we? Why are we not bookmark worthy? Go away. Don't talk to me. I hope your car radio explodes. Okay, I take it back. But please, bookmark SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. Welcome back, everybody. Final segment of the day here on Start Your Engines. It's been a great time here on this Saturday morning. Alex Smith sitting in for Ronnie Black. Perry Allen Wood is out today, but don't worry. we got Allen Hill and Greg Moore here. You guys are going to wrap up the show. I'll go ahead and toss it to you, Alan. Take right. it away. All right. We've had a great show here, Greg. And uh, you said you need to say a few more things. Well, here. yeah, I just want to thank uh, a, a couple of people, all of our sponsors, for one thing. But uh, I really want to thank the owner or owners at uh, the Beacon Drive-In. Yeah, they give us so much support, either with other shows that's attached to it. And uh, Trent Lancaster, if you want financial advising, People got he's not a stockbroker. This guy takes what money you got, and when he makes you money, he makes money. So there's a lot of difference between a uh, financial advisor and a broker. But really want to thank those two entities, that person and the people at the Beacon and any of these other people that, that's on, that supports this show and or the other shows. Thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all. Alan? Yep. I took, uh, matter of fact, I took my grandson out to the Beacon this week and, uh, Walked in there and uh, I looked at him. I said, the guy looked at him and said, "What you want?" And uh, he's twelve years old and he said, "Give me that bacon burger or plenty." And that guy looked at him. He said, "You sure?" He said, "Yes, sir. I'm sure." And he grabbed that tray and went down to the center line. And uh, whenever we went in there and sat down, uh, it was all over for that bacon burger. Uh, but uh, like I said, food's always good at the bacon. Uh, my brother. Uh, don't get me wrong, every Christmas I buy him about three pounds of sliced pork, two pounds of hash, and red sauce, and I give it to him at Christmas time, and he's just as happy as can be because he's about, probably about 150 miles from the bacon now. Sounds like something I do around Christmas. I do know one thing, when it comes to bacon, my wife, she wants an outside, and I want a chili cheese. Yep, uh, that's hard to beat there. Uh Casey's people have note, like I said, NBC Sports is actually taking over the broadcasting here. I watched a little something yesterday. It's talking about decades of the 90s. We went into a little bit of the history of it. And uh, don't get me wrong, some of these drivers back in the 90s, you know, everybody laughs about it. But they had a thing on there about the bus, best mustache. And uh, everybody knows back in them days, it had to be Dale Earnhardt. Dale Earnhardt had that mustache and that thing kind of stuck straight out. 
and he had them big gargoyle glasses on and stuff. And uh, but uh, one of the big news is that one of the racetracks was uh, he showed up and uh, the mustache was shaved off, and uh, nobody could really figure out why he shaved it off. But uh, it come out in this uh, in this TV series there, and it, like I said, uh, he actually shaved it off to go scuba diving. And actually, with him shaving that mustache off, he made more news than actually the winner of the race did. And uh, but they was sitting there having that mustache contest, and uh, second place there, I think it went to Dale Jarrett. And uh, third, we went on down through there. We was getting down there to Jeff Gordon, and then we get in down there to Davy Allison and Kyle Petty. Actually, had a mustache back in with his long hair. And uh, they had a little segment on there with Kyle Petty, and he said that when Felix Sabatis, which was one of our guests here a couple of weeks ago, Felix told Kyle, said, well, you can come drive my car, but first you're going to have to do is cut that hair. Well, actually, Kyle actually cut that long hair to go drive that car. But he got in a bad wreck and was out for a couple of weeks. When he come back, he said that long hair was here to stay. And uh, he let that hair grow back out. And uh, when he actually won that race up there at Rockingham and Felix gave him that Rolls Royce, Kyle's sitting here talking about it on this TV show. And he said the only time he could actually drive this Rolls Royce at night up there in North Carolina, because if he drove it in the daytime, somebody with long hair like that driving a Rolls Royce, they had to be a drug dealer in North Carolina. And boy, everybody just got a good life out of that Uh like I said, uh, if you haven't watched this uh, decade of the 90s, we've been into a little bit of the history of racing and stuff. And uh, it's one of the good things, a good show that you will actually enjoy watching. They actually uh, showed uh, some of the deals of uh, they actually had a Legends race at Charlotte in the 90s. And it was actually there on the little bitty track. It was out front that they run the Legends cars and Elmo Langley actually won that, and he actually drove off down there in the third turn and just just drove right through the side of Kill Yarborough's car. And uh, it looked like it just rattled Kill. Is, is that that same race? I, I know Elmo won it going away. And they had, it was the first little bit, of, and uh, Junior Johnson got on the uh, back bumper of France Jr., which they was going to be the pace car, and he'd had France Jr. spun out before they could even give the green flag. That was an interesting little old race. It was entertaining. Yeah, they they had Junior on there, and he said, well, I haven't drove a race car in 20 years, so what do you think I was planning on doing whenever I got into the race car? <laughs> 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 but uh, that's some of our history and stuff like that as far as uh, stuff to watch on TV and stuff. And uh, like I said, we're going to have a full day of racing coming up here. Uh, weather's good outside, so we got... Uh, Xfinity cars going to be at Chicago Land today. We got uh, they going to start coming on TV here at twelve o'clock, uh, qualifying and stuff. Then you going to watch, uh, like I said, the Winston Cup car. Why well, I say Winston Cup? It's actually Monster Energy Cup cars. They will be qualifying this afternoon at six thirty. Their race will be tomorrow at three thirty. So uh, we also have our local racetracks that is going to be racing here. We got Cherokee Speedway going to be racing tonight. We've actually got uh, Harris Speedway going to be racing. So, uh, invite everybody to go out here and uh, support our local racetracks. That's one thing we need to be doing. Uh, Greer Dragway, 
Can't forget them boys that's going a straight line because uh, I actually go over and get my racing fuel over there. Uh, and they have a what they call a uh, carburation test and tune on Thursday nights over there, which is actually a good deal, too. If you've got somewhere you need to go to on a Thursday night, I'd suggest you go over here to Greer Dragway. Uh, them boys will actually come in there on Thursday evening and test and tune them cars, and they actually kind of get on with a little bit of grudge racing going on in there, and they have a little bit of money swapping hands, you know, kind of like this deal on Monday night. Yeah, what is it, swapping pinks or something or, or, or what, whatever it is that comes on Monday night. But you know how TV is. Sometimes when TV gets involved, it gets it gets into a little bit of a. But them old boys over there on Greer on Thursday night, there's no TV involved. They they just out there to race. They out there to race. They also at the same time when it comes when it comes for the money time, that they want their car right. Yes, sir. They sure do. Uh, like I said, we are. We're going to have some few things coming up in our next uh, next week's segment. You know, like I said, this uh, next week we're going to have our 4th of July race at Daytona, which we'll probably get into that a little bit with Perry whenever we welcome Perry back. I uh, sure do hope Perry's had a good vacation with his family, Have got him some rest down there. That was a badly needed vacation. Yeah. Cause, badly, badly needed. Because if you watch Perry over here trying to run this board, Perry, <laughs> I know you listen to this. Perry, this boy has not shaked the first time. He has been cool. He's actually over here playing with his phone on this while he's actually running the board. And I ain't no different, Perry, than I always was. I interrupted people, and uh, I can call people up and talk a little bit, but I'm, I'm, all I do is add to confusion. So that's me. So we think it's a pretty good show. Hope. But we miss you, Perry, and I'm glad to see you come back. All right, guys, thanks so much. That'll do it for us here on Start Your Engines. We'll see you again next week. Keep them between the day listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg. LLC. All rights reserved. We're now on FM. Hear all of our programming at 98.3 Fox Sports 1400 WSPG Spartanburg.